everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. We are a house church network, and we meet uh, in homes and rotate who leads, rotate who uh, hosts uh, on a weekly basis. What you'll find out is there's a core group of people who will host and lead, and then there will be others who won't be able to for various reasons, you know, the size of the parking lot at their house or the size of their home or something like that. But generally, we rotate homes, rotate who leads, and uh, and meet as they did. That's historically how they grew from 120 at Pentecost to saturating the Roman Empire in under 300 years. Uh, because when you outgrow a home and everyone is used to leading and everyone's used to, to hosting, you just multiply out and begin rotating among those homes. So cwowi.org is our website. There's videos about house church. There's articles. Sign up for my weekly thoughts. My weekly thoughts are a weekly email, a short teaching that comes out every Friday by email. Hope you'll do that. Today, talking about hearing from the Father and the foundational way that each of us have learned of the Father. Uh, we may not realize that the process, going back to the days when you were contemplating what to do about Jesus, is he Lord, is he liar, is he lunatic? Lord, liar, lunatic. What about the claims of Jesus that somebody made to you that the change in their life and you were considering about giving your life or giving your heart or believing on Jesus? What was that process going on when you were wrestling with the questions? Well, it was the process up from the Father God directly to you, down into your heart, into your spirit, man, that he was communicating to you. What the New Testament in the King James Version calls enlightenment or having the eyes of your understanding opened. In John, <clears throat> excuse me, chapter 6 and verse 40, Jesus said, all who see the Son come to him. Now, so there he's alluding to a process whereby you first see the Son. You first see, <clears throat> excuse me, who Jesus is and his claims, and then you come to him. He elaborated that on that in John 6, 40, what I just quoted, but in verse 44, he said this, uh, or in verse 45, excuse me, he says, therefore it is written by the prophets, you will all be taught of God. Therefore, he said, everyone who has heard and learned of the Father comes to me. John 6, 45. Everyone who has heard and learned of the Father comes to me. That process <clears throat> is called enlightenment. In Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 4, where in verses 4, 5, and 6, it's talking about those who fall away from the Lord and can't be won back to him. He lays out a progression, and he says, those who have been enlightened and then tasted of the heavenly gift enlightened first and then tasted the heavenly gift. Enlightened means the eyes of your understanding have been opened. And then you taste the heavenly gift. That is, you're born again. You, you, you receive Jesus. So there we see that in Hebrews 6, 4. He who was first enlightened and then tasted of the, holy, uh, of the heavenly gift and then made partakers of the Holy Spirit. It goes boom, boom, boom. Enlightened, received Jesus, then received the Holy Spirit. So in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, Paul prays this way. He says, I pray to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened so that you can know the hope of the invitation that you have in him. So there Paul's saying, and he's praying this to Christians, to the Ephesians there, he's talking about the eyes of their understanding being opened by being given the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So the eyes of our understanding are the key right there. It's what Jesus said, he who has been taught of the Father and learned of the Father, learned of the Father, he has learned something of the Father, comes to me. 
as he said in John 6, 40. He said, he who sees the Son comes to me. So it's seeing the Son, then you come to Jesus. It is being taught of the Father and learning from him, then you come to Jesus. He who has heard and learned of the Father comes to me. Um, th this process, uh, we tend to desire greatly, and we don't realize that is the Father God speaking and, and dealing with us and dwelling with us and, and giving us understanding. That's how the Father God is. He is a spirit, so he communicates to our spirit, spirit to spirit. And our mind picks up on these things. And that process by which we receive revelation, by which we receive uh, wisdom, by which we received insight, as our mind thinks on these things, that is the Father God illuminating uh, the eyes of our understanding. And so that's what you live for. That's what you you go for. And and the way I do it is this. People sometimes wonder, it's like, you know, how do, how do I study the word? What do I do to study the word? Well, I don't read the word just to get in my two chapters a day. I will read scripture until something jumps out at me. And what I'm recognizing is that something will pique my interest or something will grab my attention. And what I'm looking for as I'm reading, I'm looking on the inside of me and I'm looking for insight. I'm looking for wisdom. I'm looking for revelation. You see, Jesus said in that John 6, 45, uh, 40 through 46, it's a great passage. He who you'll be taught of God. Therefore, everyone who has heard and learned from the father comes to me. So heard and learned. It means I, I'm looking for that inner process going on. And so I'll read scripture. And then when a scripture grabs my attention or jumps out at me, it's something that's like, wow, this arrests my attention. I don't know why. What's happening is my mind is picking up on in my what's happening in my spirit, man, that there's something more here that I need to dwell on. At that point, I stop reading. I don't read to just get in my two chapters a day or whatever the case is. I read only until I the Holy Spirit quickens that to me and starts opening the eyes of my understanding, starts communicating then that the Father God has something he wants me to see in that. And then I will stop and I will dwell on that passage. I'll roll it over in my mind. I will connect it with other scriptures in there. And that internal uh, processing that goes on where it's like, oh, I hadn't seen that before. And, Ooh, that's a neat insight. That is the spirit of wisdom and revelation being given to you in the knowledge of him. So what we have to do is become aware inside of our minds. We have to become aware that the revelation happens down in our spirit, man. When you're thinking on things, maybe you're driving across the, the country, you know, in a country road and your mind is kind of in neutral as you're driving along and you're thinking on things and revelation is given to you. That's the Father God communicating to you. Again, going back to John chapter 6 and verse 40, he who sees the Son comes to him. That is, we see him internally first, and then we come to him. We make the decision to come to Christ. And, and, and again, that same passage, John 6, uh, 45 and 46, it, will, it has been written by the prophets, you will all be taught of God. Therefore, he who has heard and learned of the Father comes to me. Ephesians 1.17, I pray God will give, I pray the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him so that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened to know the depth and the hope of your call in him. And again, Hebrews 6.4, it's impossible for him who was first enlightened and then tasted it of the heavenly gift and then made partakers of the Holy Spirit. That enlightened process, it goes on, it's initial when you first were examining the claims of your friend about the Lord Jesus, but it's an ongoing thing. The Father continually teaches us. So what I encourage you today is go back to that last piece of scripture 
that was quickened to you. Go back to that last video you watched or something there. Maybe not even like this. Maybe it's one or two things that jump out at you. A statement that said, uh, whether with me or somebody else, and then it, it hits you and, and you say, wow, I need to spend time on this. That is where the Father wants to dwell. Don't just... Don't just think that, you know, you got to read your two chapters or uh, better read the scripture today. Go back to the last thing that really jumped out at you because that's the father trying to get your attention, trying to say there's more life in, in, in it than, than what you're just reading right now. I want you to dwell on this so I can teach you more because we all want to be taught of the father. And so that's how it's done. I, I live for revelation. I pray these prayers for me regularly. All the time, I will just pray, Father, please open the eyes of my understanding by giving me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. If you've ever been in any of my teaching conferences uh, before our Zoom meetings, anything like that, you know I generally start by praying the Ephesians 1, 17 through 19 prayer. Father, give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you so that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened to know the hope of the invitation of the call that we have in you. I pray that regularly for myself. That's the number one prayer, prayer I pray for those who who don't know the Lord because Jesus in John chapter six is talking about people who don't know him yet. And he says, he who sees the son comes to him in John six forty, And in John six forty five he says, it was learned, it is written, you'll be all taught of God. Therefore, he who has heard and learned of the father comes to me. So I pray that prayer in Ephesians 1, 17 through 19 for those that I know and love and care about that don't know the Lord yet. I, I pray, Father, open the eyes of their understanding. Give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Draw them to yourself, Father. What Jesus said, no one comes to me lest the Father draws them. And he does it by causing us to hear him and learn of him. And then we come to the Son. So look for that revelation. Look for this passage that jumps out at you. Dwell on it. Stay on that until you get all the spiritual nourishment you can out of it. All right, hope this has been a blessing. Visit us at our website, cwowi.org.